0: Yo, guys, what's going on? Coach Jamie here, and I am so excited to have you here listening to my podcast, Make Time for Your Mind with Coach Jamie, where we will be talking about all things mindset, vulnerability, personal development, ways we can become better individuals. And sometimes in that process, we'll get heavy. Sometimes we'll have fun. And sometimes I will be challenging your perspective. The goal, no matter what, though, is to leave you better than you were before you tuned in. So with that being said, let's dive in. Yo guys, what's going on? Welcome back to season two. This is episode two of Make Time for Your Mind with Coach Jamie. And uh, I know I kind of used the first one to to dive right in, but also give a brief recap on all things life um, and just kind of some things that were going on, what to expect, all that good jazz. And today I kind of am hoping that I, I'm just going to I'm just gonna dump on y'all today with almost like a whole bunch of just like tactics and strategies. Um, and the topic in particular I want to go over today is decision fatigue. Like, we live in a world already that we have so much information coming at us all at once. We are multitasking like nobody's business, and we have all of these different opportunities and 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 routes that we can go. Where it can be very overwhelming to just simply make a decision, right? And within just the chaos of the world and the the pressure that society and highlight reels put on us, we we feel this sense of overwhelm of making the wrong decision, doing something wrong, um, and 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 choosing the wrong path and it's admirable until it's not where it now like becomes crippling and you just don't do anything at all because you can't simply make a decision. So, um, even just for a couple of resources sake, there's a few people that I admire greatly on these type of topics. Um, Mel Robbins, I mean, she even has a book called the five second rule where it's like sometime rather than giving yourself a chance to just not make a decision, you have five seconds to just hurry up and make a decision. um, I know particular of a very big one that she she talks about is the five four three two one right like do I want to hit snooze Should I get out of bed what should I be doing five four three two one just get up um, a really cool one that she actually said because you know in this this space let me back up just a little bit with de- decision fatigue is that we have also so many options and then it's like we get so exhausted because it's like I don't even know where I want to eat today or what I want to eat which how beautiful of a problem that is to have right in the midst of some of the very unfortunate things happening in this world or like hey I don't know which job to choose or I don't know that like yes there's a lot of very very beautiful things or it could be hey do I leave this this relationship do I not like what's the right thing to do where do where do I send my kids to school do I switch the school that they're at like where they're so many different things and it's exhausting to think about all these decisions that you need to make taking a leap of faith with starting your own business or making a change in your business right there's just so many different decisions to be made um and one really cool strategy I know I already kind of shared the, the five second rule that Mel Robbins talks about but there's another one that she does um to to practice making quick decisions um And it's when you go out to a restaurant, you again, like five seconds, you look through the menu and you just hurry up and make a decision, right? Like you're going to catch this over. I'm like, well, I don't know. I didn't really get to see all my options yet. What if I don't like the food? What if, what if, what, what if this, what if that, like, just pick, it's just simply a meal. There's not a lot of pressure like riding on that decision, but you're practicing just deciding, right? And you know, it's it's crazy, too, because, you know, what if you're like, well, what if it's a big decision, right? Like, that's not smart for me to take a, you know, if there's a big financial investment that I want to make. Like, no, you shouldn't necessarily do it from an emotional space either. And you you want to take time to think things through. But realistically, the longer that you wait to make some of these decisions, one, you could either simply miss an opportunity or two, you're now going to talk yourself out of the very thing that could have been a good thing um so getting quicker at just choosing to make a decision um when i switch here to another really cool person uh that i've learned a lot from is gary vaynerchuk and i've watched so many of the interviews that he's done with people where like it was this this kid who's at his conference and he's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. He's like, my parents want me to go to school to, to be a doctor, but I really would love to be famous and be like a YouTube influencer making like crazy awesome videos. And Gary looks at him. He's like, okay, so pick one. He's like, what do you mean? Like I can't, like I I might set up or I might upset my parents or maybe I'm going to fail if I try to do the YouTube thing. Like I, I just, I don't know. And Gary Vaynerchuk is like, well, dude. But listen, he's like, you could be going to school, become like this incredibly smart doctor that is like changing lives in another country. And the first opportunity you had to leave the country to go save other lives, your plane crashes. And then you never really like were able to live out that dream anyways. Or maybe you end up choosing to be a YouTube person and Things take off really, really well, or they don't end up taking off really, really well, and really, really well. And then you pivot, like, just make a decision because then you're able to shift it. Um, which brings me to my last uh, individual that I want to bring up that um, she has a book that I highly recommend, um, but her name is Marie Forleo, which sometimes I would almost consider like the female version of Gary Vee. And even the name of the book itself has. So much power to somebody who is struggling with this overwhelm or this sense of decision fatigue that they're experiencing. And it's this everything is figure outable. No matter what you choose, you're going to figure it out. Like nothing, like even the serious things that happen in this life, like nothing still is that serious because. So much is out of our control that we're, we're going to have to find a way to pivot, right? Like, again, that same example that it gave for the, the, the kid who could literally be on a plane and then the plane crashes, right? Like, that had nothing to do with his decision of becoming a doctor. That had nothing to do with with him being smart or not smart or being successful or unsuccessful. Like, that was something in a circumstance out of his control that that, that that happened, right? Um. Okay, I lied. I said that that was going to be the last influencer type person that I was going to bring up. But Inky Johnson, right? Like he was, I think it was even like the first pro football game that he played in and he gets tackled. And like all of a sudden he loses all sensation in his arm and then he's like paralyzed. And he now like was, had this dream and this goal of providing for his family to be able to just, changed the trajectory of his entire generation because of the money he could make by playing pro ball. But that opportunity was taken from him and then he found a way to figure it out. He pivoted and now he's a motivational speaker and he's impacting far more lives and still probably even, I would dare to say even more successful than what he ever would have been had he just been playing football and not had that just traumatic situation and unfortunate injury and life changing physicality happened to him, right? Everything is figure figureoutable. Um, so the final point and like strategy that I would like to leave you with on this um, is, and this is something that I learned from uh, Marie Forleo's book. And sometimes I even will take my clients through when they're sitting in a space of needing to make a decision. Um, so if this is you, maybe jot this down. Um, I mentioned this in the last episode and I probably mentioned this last season a couple of times. I'm big on setting timers. And if there is a decision that's weighing in your mind that you need to make, I want you to sit down and I want you to like write out, like set it for 10 minutes, write down the best case scenario. So let yourself dream, let it like be even if it doesn't even seem realistic, like I want you to write down the absolute best case scenario that could come from that decision that you make, right? Like you end up getting super famous and you're, you're, you're shaking hands with politicians and paying off a parent's house and You own a jet, I don't know, whatever it may be. Like play with it. But let yourself think of like the absolute best case scenario. You ride off into the sunset with your knight in shining armor. Like I don't care. But whatever your best case scenario could be in making that decision, taking that leap of faith, whatever it may be. 10 minutes. Do not stop writing until that timer is off. Okay. Then flip the paper over. And I want you to write down the worst case scenario. Again, setting a timer here is going to be crucial because it's like one, you're not going to want to probably actually come up with all of the the fearful things that could quite literally go wrong. You don't want to jinx it. You don't want to imagine what that is, but let yourself be real. And again, same here. If you can dream and go off the wall on how amazingly good this thing could be, like let yourself truly go to like, what is the worst that would happen? Right. Like when I chose to walk away from a cushiony paycheck with benefits to to, to go full time with my coaching business, like the worst case scenario, I fail as a coach. I can't pay my bills. I get evicted from my place. I have to go find a job waitressing to be able to make more money. Or I have to pick up three different jobs. I have to move back to Ohio. I have to take out a loan. I'm, let's even go worse. I'm homeless on the streets and I'm having to beg people for food and money, right? Like I went as dark as what I could. And even, I know this is going to be heavy, but like even like, hey, okay. So now the worst, absolute worst case scenario going through all of this, right? Get evicted, lose everything, homeless. I die on the side of the road. Okay. Again, go there. Like if that's deepest fear, is that you're gonna die from the situation. Like go there. Okay. So then here's the third and final part you're gonna do. You're gonna get a clean sheet of paper, and up at the top, you are gonna write the realistic case scenario. And this is where you can compare and you can look at this crazy off-the-wall sunshine, rainbow, awesomeness. streak of what would experience you would experience by this decision and then you're going to look at the 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 god-awful things that could happen on the worst case and then this is where you get to rationalize like how likely is it really that that's going to be the case in either scenario and so you split the difference and you write down the happy medium okay and this is something that can also be very reassuring because if it's something that you're really nervous about taking a leap of faith on, you're going to realize that it's not as scary to take that leap of faith as what you thought it was going to be. Or you really realize like, mm, okay, this best case scenario is far more possible than the worst case. Or, hey, like, I really don't like where this worst case is going and this is a lot more likely than the best case. Maybe that's a sign that this is no-go, right? Right. So either way, this is going to be a really, way for, a really good way for you to organize your thoughts and kind of rationalize a decision in a quicker manner. But again, I would set even a timer, 10 minutes. So you're spending a total of 30 minutes with your brain to come up with the best case, worst case, and realistic case scenario in that decision making. So like I said, you got the five second rule. Just rip the band-aid to make a decision. You can practice by going out to eat or finding things that like you typically would dwell on all day. Just make a decision. Just do it. Do I want to go to the gym today? Do I want to make this scary call with somebody that could reject me on the phone today? Just rip the band in. Just do it. Just even count. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Do it. Okay? Um, These are a couple strategies for you guys. So hopefully this is something that can help prevent decision fatigue and also help you build confidence that everything is figure outable. No matter what happens, there's always a solution and there's always a way out or a way to get to where you want to go. So I know that was a lot today, but I appreciate you guys being here and uh, just continue to make time for your mind. With love and gratitude, Coach Jamie out.